John here, and we've got a new sponsor, DistroKid. Now that you've finished your latest Pirate Math SpongeCore Twitch trek, it's time to get it out there so everyone can hear it. DistroKid helps musicians get their music on all the major streaming platforms, and artists keep 100% of their royalties. And because you're a high-gain listener, you get 30% off. Just go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. That's distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. And now DistroKid has an app. The DistroKid app is available for iOS and Android. You can download it at distrokid.com slash app or in the app and play stores. We'd like to take a minute to thank our pals over at Isotope, makers of software and plugins for audio repair, mixing, and mastering. The new gold standard of audio repair, Isotope RX11, is coming in May. Buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. We use Isotope products here at the High Gain. It's an important part of how we've been able to bottle pure podcast gold week after week. High Gain listeners get 10% off using the promo code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. That's all at isotope.com. I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hey guys, this is Ed Peterson. And this is John Kiltickup. This is the High Gain Podcast. Yes, it is the High Gain Podcast, Ed. What do we talk about on this podcast, John? Guitars, always. Oh, that's cool. Are you going to tell me about a guitar today? Oh man, I'm not going to tell you about two guitars today. You're not going to tell me about shit today. Oh yeah? No, I don't think you are. No, I don't think like, I am either. You don't know anything about that guitar. I don't know fuck all about it. Yep, where are we recording from? Beautiful, West Seattle, Washington. Oh, I love it. It's a beautiful day. It's probably 75 degrees today. Maybe. I think. Like, it's not. It's down from the blistering. The blistering, blistering hundreds. It could get blistering tomorrow. Oh, really? Yeah. It could. I've got a yep. guitar here, Ed. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, it says Applin. Applin Guitar Company? A-P-L-A-N-D. Yeah. Applin. Yep. Who's here with us? Hey! What's hey. up, guys? Oh. Hey, there's, there's someone here with us. Yeah, Jeremy Appland of Appland Guitars. Hello, everybody. Whoa. Hey. Yeah. Well, that's great. Jeremy's a buddy of ours who yep. makes custom guitars, one at a time, completely by hand. I try to make the guitars, yes. I think you've done a great job. Thank yeah. you, Ed. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Yeah, that one in front of us that John is playing is super cool looking. I've been watching pictures of it on your Instagram. Yep. And I've been wanting to play that thing for a long time. You know, the uh, the offset guitars were always my favorite. Yeah. But, but I love the twang of a telly, so... And I know Fender beat me to it by putting them together, but uh, I don't know. I just love it. What's the name of this one? I just call that the 001. The 001. Is this actually the first one? That is the first one. Um, You know, I mean, back in the day, I used to kind of do parts casters and stuff like that. Uh-huh. I'd get like unfinished bodies and necks and put them together. But uh, that would officially be the first one from two hunks of wood. You built the neck. Yep. You did everything. That's crazy. Is there math? Are there templates? How do you put the frets in? Totally. There's a template like, for everything. You know, I'm a... 
I'm a woodworker by trade, definitely not a guitar maker. Uh-huh. So I've got to do what everybody else does. You go on the internet, you look at this stuff. And yeah, you have scale templates and they basically yeah. look like a big yardstick with all the lines where the frets are supposed to be. <laughs> wow. I uh, cut them all by hand because I'm kind of broke because nobody's you know bought the guitar. So. People are the worst. God, I hate them. <laughs> they are the worst. <laughs> but I made one and then I yep. kind of got the bug. And, right. And I was like, well, there's other guitars that I'd really like to see made. So If people go back on your Instagram stream, yeah. you're woodworking is crazy Thank the you. tv cabinets you've built yeah. and the little boxes with the super ornate inlay shit in it i was really into the boxes and the inlays and dovetails and all that stuff and uh you know after you do it for a while you're always looking for something new to make and i was uh-huh. like you know i love guitars for the one what made you go with the offset uh i have a jazz master i fell in love with that shape i've always liked the jaguar ever since i saw uh john frusciante in the under the bridge video when i was in like high school if i know any Anything about Jeremy, he is a sucker for the peps. He is he is a pepperhead from the peps from way back. He loves the peps. How can you not love the it's peps? Like, it's like no, I mean they're great, they're great, right? But it's just like enough with the peppers, just constantly. <laughs> Oh my god, you can't get this guy to shut up about the Red Hot Chili Peppers, I swear. No, it's it's uh. weird. Oh, and then yeah. uh, Jay Mascus always used uh, oh, yeah. a lot of the jazz yep, I love Dinosaur Jr. Yeah, I've always really liked it. And it's, the Stratocaster was always like the guitar. I think that was a cheap option. It was the most expensive. Really? Until the Jaguar. It seems like if a fella listened to this fucking podcast, he would know some facts. I know that Leo Fender had a science infection. What year was that? Oh, Sixty-eight. Uh, seven. It was a pre-CBS sinus infection. Yeah, yeah. Sixty-two. Could have started in sixty-two. If the sinus infection was bad enough yeah. for him to want to sell Fender guitars. Th- that's what I'm saying. It could have been a five-year. Who knows? Five banger. Yeah. <laughs> I had one so bad, I woke up with fucking pink eye. I thought you got pink eye from, like, poop in your eye. <laughs> <laughs> they may have been unrelated. <laughs> All right. I noticed that this yeah. thing does not have a typical Jazzmaster type pickguard, though. You went with the, kind of the telly. I went with the telly mainly because of the bridge, but it's not a complete telly. It's half telly, half, uh, I don't know. It's half it got a curve on it and shit. I don't know. It's just. <laughs> yeah. Did you actually cut the pickguard yeah, as well? Yeah, all the like pickguards was... are made. Yeah, they're all out blank materials and everything. That's great. Yeah. That is super Because good. that pickguard doesn't exist. Because if you look at the other, like, telemasters, uh-huh. the top of it actually goes up into the horn oh i use yeah. the telly top and then the bottom I, of like the telemaster right the top is so cool looking you don't want to cover much tell us about this top i see that the pieces here are laminated together it's what they call butcher block what kind of wood is it that's black walnut a harder wood yes it's a harder wood and then the back is beech. for a wood that's that solid it, this doesn't feel overly heavy no you so. gotta chamber it remove as much wood as possible with a drill press but then i cleaned it up for some reason and i have no idea why because it's capped and you'll never see the inside but right. oh. just know it's like, pretty in there oh yeah it's real pretty that's cool yeah can you pull the pickguard off and are there little drug stashes in there mm-hmm. everywhere there's not an electronic or a pickguard there it's chambered there Really nice finish. Did you tint the finish? Not on the body. The body is completely the color of the wood. We sit here and just look at each other. <laughs> yeah. You know, like yeah. we'll borrow guitars and he's doing what he was just doing. Just which he just sits it. there and rubs. His, <laughs> he, like, he talks to me. He looks into my eyes and he's just like rubbing the guitar. And it is super creepy. <laughs> 
So the neck is nitro, oh. the body is poly- polyurethane. Polyurethane is a lot easier to apply. You can wipe it on. Uh-huh. It's about 22 coats of wipe-on poly. Wow. I can do it in my kitchen, uh-huh. which is cool because my shop's a dusty mess. Right. Then I nitroed the necks and then just let it cure forever. You guys know you've been wanting me to do this podcast forever. Right. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. They're sitting in my closet. Yeah, right. he's been sending us pictures of this shit like literally <laughs> hanging in a closet. All my clothes smell like lacquer. It's... <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Literally, this thing is sharing space with your clothes, like he, yeah. in a closet. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So that's that's killer. <laughs> that is great. I don't think there's many fenders made today that have that same. I don't think attention so. To I detail. don't think so. I don't think all the workers of Fender go home and hang the guitars <laughs> yeah. in their yeah. closets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, the pickups are single coil. Single coil. The bridge pickup is overwound, so it should be really hot. Yeah, that's pretty It's a neck. You don't even need an overdrive pedal with that. Wow, because if I roll the tone off, it's just yeah. real mellow. Yep. Yep. Really holds up on the open chords. That jangly bullshit, that jangly... I know you love Wait, don't you love R.E.M.? I, I, love, I love the jangly bullshit. Yeah, I thought I'm a so. huge fan. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> what happens in the middle? What is that? Out of phasey stuff. Um, yeah. It was an accident at first. When I first wired it, I wired it out of phase, and I was like, oh, that sounds awful. So then I went and wired it correctly, and I was like, I kind of like the out of phase better. Yeah. So I went back in and rewired right. it out of phase, so you can get kind of, you know, that nasally, super, yeah, like that. On my Mustang. Yeah. I don't know that I ever played in phase. In like, phase. Like, yeah, I love it. What about the bridge saddles on that thing? The bridge is made by Wilkinson, and they're compensated saddles. As you can see, the low E... The sweet thing about saying things like, as you can see... As you... Is oh, like, right. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. It is sort of an audio format, but the nice thing is you're just you're talking to John and I. As you look across <laughs> the bridge where the strings go over the saddles... Yeah. Each one is further back or further forward, depending on how that saddle has actually been machined. Yeah, for some reason, intonation on guitar kind of looks like a Kirby S, for the most part. If you see, you can't see, sorry. That only has three (laughs) saddles on it, like a classic telly. So you kind of have to go in the middle somewhere. You're like, "Uh, this string's intonated, now this one's not. Yeah, I super dig the look. Whoa. What Uh, are you drinking there, Ed? Today is... Kind of a weird day. I just went with a classic Dr. Pepper. Mm. Did you know that Dr. Pepper was established in 1885? By who? Mr. Dr. Pepper. Uh-huh. Uh, Sergeant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's some weird urban legend that there's prune juice or something is in Dr. Pepper. Like, Dr. Pepper's supposed to give you the shits or something. What? I don't know. Hey, like, if you, you put know. a drop of Visine yeah? into that, automatic. Well, that's great. That's great. Black coffee. Oh, nice. I'm going with the Uptown Espresso iced mocha. We live right by Uptown Espresso, and the thing about Uptown Espresso is this huge sign, home of the Velvet Foam. John and I, when we meet there, we just say, we're going to meet at the Foam. Like the Peach Pit from Beverly Hills 902. Uh, I think the Flaming Lips mm-hmm. were on an episode of 90210. I think they played She Don't Use Jelly. Yeah, the Vaseline song. Yeah, the Vaseline yeah. song. Yeah, That's I think a good they song. Played a, oh, it's great. Their entire catalog is killer. It's pretty good. It's great. Way back in the day, loved it. Yeah. Right, tell me about these frets. They don't feel like jumbos necessarily. They're not jumbos. I went with medium. Medium. 
they play better than any guitars I actually own. Getting into just what it does, it feels really balanced to me. It's not top heavy yep. or, or back heavy. It plays really, really well. We got a listener mail. Yeah. Uh, and the listener was not happy that we never describe how the guitars play. Oh, okay. He that said, one's got a thinner you know, neck. That, that profile on that neck's really thin. Steve Malibu was the guy who sent the mail. In. That's his real name? <laughs> I don't know. We got another mail. It came from listener Ted out of, I believe, Connecticut. The subject was, I lolled. And then it just said, look it up, assholes. Which was a quote from a previous episode. Oh, so people are listening. He just said, like, I think that was an Ed quote. Yeah, look yep. it up, assholes. But old Malibu just wants to know how Steve the guitar Malibu plays. just, he was pissed off because he feels like we spend too much time talking about beverages. Yeah. Tell me, Steve Malibu, have you ever had deviled eggs? <laughs> you, you go to a picnic, you have a deviled egg. Yeah. Right? You know what an egg tastes like this plays like a deviled egg yeah right yeah i am familiar with what it looks like and what i expect it to sound like yep. but you bite into that deviled egg oh there could be spices and mustard yeah. in there yeah, yeah, all yeah. kinds of stuff so yeah, yeah. put this thing in the middle position and what's that i'm out of phase Ooh, oh, yeah yep. spicy getting, getting hit with the paprika like right out of snot right out of the pickups yep. oh. Oh. it does sound great yeah it's got the Les Paul switch on it as opposed to the, right. the yeah. blade switch. Do you feel like it's enough out of the way that you wouldn't accidentally hit that switch? I gotta say that when I initially picked up the guitar, even though it's a three-position switch, yeah. clearly, I kind of expected it to rock forward and back. Because, like, the Telecaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. I just like that because I can just... You know, hit it with my right. hand like that, yep. and it goes down. Yep. Um, but it gives you three distinct tones. So you have the, yeah. you know, the crunchy bridge, the real nasally out of phase in between, and uh-huh. then that front pickup really surprised me with how clean Just it is, even with and, gain on it. Yep. It's clean, you know. Yep. yep. Yeah. At home, I usually just run it through an amp with a little bit of overdrive on it, and I never need to touch a pedal. I just switch up and down. My next one is to build a one pickup guitar, but do uh, coil splitting on it, so you kind of have those two. Right. Is it going to be like a junior style? It's going to be like the other guitar that I brought today. Okay. But a, but a junior version of. Got so. it. Should we take a look at that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The headstocks, they're slightly different. The Telecaster is my favorite headstock, so the first guitar I built... I definitely wanted to emulate that. And yeah. then I was just like, with the next guitar that John's playing now, I wanted to create kind of my own model. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Shit. That is great. Oh, my God. Wow, this thing growls. <laughs> yeah. So it's got two P90s in two it. Two P90s. Uh, standard pickup selector. I don't hear any phasey things. Nope. Nope. A solid mahogany. Maple neck. Yep. But wow. Yes. Yeah, we hadn't plugged this in yet. I love that middle, the, yeah. the both the pickups on. Wow, listen to that neck. Bridge. Man, they sound great. You want to know why? Because I put two neck pickups in it. Huh. So they're all the same volume basically across the right. board. Because it's the same. I like the the contour on the yeah, back. That arm. I like the. I arm. always when yeah. I played in bands years and years ago. I, yeah. I just remember always rubbing my arm against it. And yep. Always 
So I was like, I don't care about the tummy cut, like the strat tummy cut. Uh-huh. I yeah. don't care about that, but yeah. I wanted the, the arm contour on it. Yeah. Same finish on this, poly and nitro? Poly and nitro. Yep. Nice. And you said you're going to probably step away from the poly? It's really hard to repair. Like, if you kind of screw up your finish, you got to go back to step one with lacquer. Yeah. Uh, right. You can kind of sand down certain spots and uh-huh. remelt the the layers into each other. It looks like between these two guitars, you went with different tuners. The first guitar, those are the tuners I had lying around. Right. Uh, the second guitar is kind of my own dream model guitar, um, and I love the vintage look. So close in style. Yep. Yeah. Well, listen to that. That's a P90. They, it hangs on for a while, too. I think it's my favorite new pick. I think I'm going to put that in all my guitars. This thing is kind of a telly body style. What I was going for, I don't know if I achieved it, was yep. a mix between a telly and like a, a Les Paul Jr. special. Yep. You know how the Les Paul specials didn't have a carved top. Yep. So I want I like those guitars, especially the double cutaway versions of those guitars. It seems a little more elongated in the back. Uh, yes, that's the Les Paul part of it. It's uh-huh. the rounded back. Right. If like anyone a, yeah. knows what a Telecaster looks like, yeah. it kind of flats out on the back. Right. right. It's more bulbousy. And I figured the more I did differently, the more it would stand out as its own guitar. Oh, totally. It's really tough to come up with a guitar shape. First of all, A, hasn't been done. Right. B, doesn't look like a really bad copy of something that's already right. been done. Or C, just doesn't look really stupid. Right. Right. We've talked about that on this podcast. We've done the Ovation Deacon. Peter Tosh from the Bob Marley Band plays one of those. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, but the thing with those guitars is they do not look like a Strat or a Tele or a Les Paul. But they look and stupid. You, I think people see that thing that's not what they're used to seeing and they just kind of seize up and like, uh-huh. ooh, what's that? No, yeah, you're, yeah. yeah. I, I think all the shapes have kind of been already yeah. done that people are in their mind think of what a guitar is. Right. I think there's a sweet spot. There's a certain amount you can veer off that would be like acceptable. Yep. But go too far afield and it's, yep. it's a little harder to deal with. Like you can see something that looks like a spaceship and you're like, yeah, no Parker way. Parker fly. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Like, like a machine gun. I get what yep. he was doing, yep. but we'll never play one. Yep. I'm hey, maybe die. you guys exactly. could be the exclusive distributor yep. of Applin Guitars. Uh, sure. Oh, sure. we'd you love wanna, to. I'm just going to uh, make them. You guys sell them. How's that? Great. Sure. We just broke some news here. If you've listened to any of this, you know that I do not understand business or marketing. Mm. Either or, do I. Like, That's why I just gave yeah. it to you. Which <laughs> <Right. laughs> seems perfect. Seems you are doing it exactly <laughs> correct. Hey, who's yeah. going to pick up that yep. dog poop? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, Hamer makes a guitar called The Special. You are really into the Hamer. I thing, love Hamer right? guitars. You I are love just down guitars. the Hamer hole. Yeah, we could do a Hamer. Didn't Eddie Van Halen play Hamers? Kramers. Uh, Kr- yeah, Kramer. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Back in the day, some of these brands were really good and then they just devolved. Oh, yeah. Like, like mm-hmm. Fender. Like when Han- yeah. yeah. It's like Schechter. You all know Schechter. Yeah. Now they make a guitar for the cure. Yeah. The I, cure's I, cool. Robert Smith. Have right. you doesn't seen Robert, him lately? <laughs> he's melting. He's, cool. he's still. He, he does look like he's melting. 2018 Robert Smith, hmm. 2018 Morrissey. Morrissey has so better Tw- hair. 2018 Morrissey can get fucked. 
That's bold. Wow, that yeah. is bold because you guys uh, share that whole vegan that, thing. That that guy is a monster. Mm. That dude is terrible. So the other one's got the white pick guard. This guy's mm-hmm. got tortoise shell. Is this a unique shape? It's a conglomeration of an old thin line, but the old thin line on the bottom comes down to a point. That one kind of follows the curve of the guitar. Right. And then back where the tone and knob switch, it looks like kind of like a penis head. Okay, marketing. Yeah. Right. Yep. yep. What's the wood on this thing? Mahogany, but I believe it's Honduran mahogany. One piece or? That's one you... piece. Disclaimer, John gave me that piece yeah, of wood. Yeah, yeah. I was over at John's house and Jeremy came by and John had a bunch of just like really heavy wood and we yeah. fucking loaded Jeremy's Camry. My 97 Cam. 97 Camry. I mean, loaded that fucking thing down. Oh, the yeah. Roof. I barely got off <laughs> out of the driveway. Yeah. Yeah. It's just crazy that a couple months ago... We loaded a shit ton of just raw material. Wait, I believe we even have a picture of that that your wife took. Oh, we'll put it on our website. Of like me getting the wood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The neck seems so much more difficult to me than the body. First, I take a really large router bit to get basically a half circle. Uh It's exactly a half circle at that point. And then by there, it's rasps and files and hand sanding. Wow. God damn. (laughs) What about the shaping of the headstock itself? That's a router template. I do not have the kind of attention to detail that would be required for I'll that. be honest, I didn't be... think I did. It's definitely been the most intimidating thing I've done woodworking-wise, but now I know how to make a guitar. What's the name of this guitar, Jeremy? That is the 97 Cam. This guitar is named after your car. After my shit piece <laughs> car. Nice. I don't. I love that car. Uh, yeah. It's a 97 Camry. It's got over 200,000 miles on it. It's lasted me forever. It's got a roof rack for wood. I don't need anything else. Yeah. Is every guitar now going to be the 97 Cam? or Well, any that... guitar in that line will be 97 Cam, 97 Cam Junior, 97 Cam Special. That's right, great. Right. So this one's just the 97 Cam. That's mine. I That's... built that guitar as the guitar I always wanted. You're going to keep this one. I'm going to keep that one. So what about this? Is the What guitar... about our goddamn reverb shop? <laughs> Sorry, Jeremy, not for sale. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The headstock is not yep. like your standard tele headstock like nope. the other one. Yep. Do you know what that is? That no. is a Telecaster headstock, and then I took the cap of a spray paint can and drew a circle and just cut out a chunk. <laughs> and wow. Now it's, and now it's my headstock. Yep. Who's recorded with that guitar? No what, one. What songs can we hear? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, Shit. You've heard John play it throughout the whole episode, and yeah. you know it sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Hit, it's good. Hit us, John. Yes. That sounds like a lot of that wussy indie rock stuff you like. You should love that guitar. Yeah. It's also got got antiqued P90s on it. Yes. Like it's kind of an antique. They're creme. Oh, that's great. I love the look of the, the old guitars, but I wanted it to look like a new old guitar. Right. Right. You know, like a closet clean, I think Fender calls. Closet clean. Uh, Closet clean. clean. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Great. What are you playing through today, John? Yeah, what are you playing through? Your standard. How'd you learn woodworking, Jeremy? Oh, when I was a real little kid, my dad was uh, was a DIY shop guy, and he built a little workbench identical to his right next to his so every time even at five years old i had a hammer in my hand so i've always been kind of 
He built you a little mini workbench. workbench. Yeah. That's killer. Huh. Yeah. That's kind of where I started my love of making things. You know, we, I didn't do woodwork. For, I have only been seriously doing woodwork for probably about seven years or so. What's your dad up to these days? Ooh. R.I.P. Let's get it. There we go. Our condolences. Sorry, sorry about that, Yeah, Jeremy. Yeah, it was a couple years ago. It's kind of hard, yeah. but, uh, you know, the lessons that man taught me. Yeah. A-okay. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I think he would really dig what you've done here. He was my bi- he was my biggest fan, especially about yeah. my woodwork. So yeah, yeah. So he would be for sure. You're... Although he was tone deaf as fuck, so he'd, <laughs> he'd probably look at it and go, "That's a guitar, right?" <laughs> well, you know, some Whoa. listeners might be wondering. At the end of the day, am I gonna buy this thing because it looks every bit as professional as some fender on the wall? Right. I think yes. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at the appointments on it. We've already talked about that. But, like, the quality of the finish, it's all there. I'm a woodworker that has a a really strong passion for guitars, and I'm trying to learn along the way. Right. I I think the attention to detail and the quality of the finish stands up to anything out there. There's something for me where the idea that you're building that neck by hand is way more impressive Uh than anything in the rack that's just like a cranked out neck. It's just way different than a dude where we helped you load wood into a car (laughs) and that wood turned into two guitars in front of us. It's amazing. It's crazy. There's something to be said for the passion that makes somebody want to do that. Right. To care enough to pay that close attention is fantastic. Well, thank you very much. And you guys are the first people to see or other than me play these guitars. Do you think you'll do any more of the butcher blocky sort of thing? Do you know what the perfect piece of wood is to make a guitar out of? Uh, the one that I look around my shop and go, that's big enough to make a guitar out of? Yeah, 100%. You know? <laughs> like, I could give a shit less. My biggest thing is like, what color's the guitar? Uh-huh. How much does it weigh? Right. After that, it's all what kind of... What about the sound? Yeah. Oh, that's Steve Albini. He hates compression. Where'd you get the little decals on the headstock? That's how they've done um, headstocks for years is the water slide decal. But I found that they have a laser printer water slide paper. Oh, no shit. Yeah. So you just made that yourself? Yeah. I can make any water slide decal I want. Because it totally looks like Like it's a order. real guitar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It looks like a real guitar. (laughs) You know, it's a lesson for the kids. And they're uh, both bolt-ons, right? Yeah, I haven't made my way into the uh, through-set-neck world yet. Yeah. How hard was it to deal with the truss rods in these things? Oh, um, you'd think that the skunk stripe would be like the more difficult one. Yeah. No, the skunk stripe's easy. You just route a channel through the back of the neck and and plop that guy in there. Huh. Huh. That one was a little more difficult because it's got the inlay around as well. Right. I know you can't see this. I can see it. Oh. I mean, that's the great thing is all the stuff Jeremy's been pointing at, uh-huh. I can see. You it. can see. It. <laughs> it's great. It's really good for me. And it makes for fantastic podcast Radio. Radio. Yeah. <laughs> all right. What do you think, John? This has been fantastic, and if these two instruments are an indication of where you're going with this, we look forward to watching it. What do you mean watching it? You're selling them. Oh, that's right. We sell Our new business partnership. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, where can people find your shit? You can find me on uh, Instagram at Apland Woodworks, A-P-L-A-N-D Woodworks. You should also look up The High Game on Facebook. And Twitter and Instagram and TheHighGame.com. And email us at TheHighGamePod at gmail.com. 
Hey, thanks, Jeremy. Hey, no problem. Thank you. Okay, bye. Bye.